Hey guys, Chad here, Coach Chad, coming at you with another episode of the Push-Ups and Pizza Podcast. Question for you, have you ever overcome something that was really, really hard to overcome? Well, I have a guest today that has overcome a major injury to uh, replay how he got injured in the first place. You have to hear this episode. Great friend of mine, client of mine. He has overcome something, uh, this huge injury. You have to hear this story. So get ready, buckle up. Here we go. Welcome to the Push-Ups and Pizza Podcast with your host, Coach Chad Cannon and Sandy Benson. All right, welcome to another episode of Push-Ups and Pizza. I have a super special guest, one of my most favorite clients ever. Yes, he's, I say that because he's sitting right next to me, but no, he really is. Um... We're going to talk about overcoming something today. A lot of people have injuries or illnesses or something they have to overcome, and and uh, this guy has a great story that he's overcome something. So welcome, Chris Dalzell. Awesome. Thanks for being here. Happy to be here. Good. So I'm going to dive right in. Let's do it. Um, you have an amazing story. So about one year ago, you had a pretty bad accident. <laughs> And then uh, almost a year to date, you did the same um, same thing, not the accident, but you, you went and did it again. I did. And, and you overcame it. So tell me, tell us a little bit about um, what initially happened. Okay. Um, actually, I, thanks to you, I kind of feel like I was in the best shape I've ever been in before that trip. And we went to... Uh, we went snow skiing, so everybody's probably laughing or about that because I'm sure everybody knows you can get injured snow skiing pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've never had a big injury in my life, so I've always been pretty fearless with these types of activities, and probably uh, less fear and no skill probably multiplies out your uh, danger level. But uh, anyway, we were in Breckenridge, Colorado, with our fam- with my family for a couple of days skiing. And then I decided to stay back. My brother flew out to ski at Vail with me for two days. We were on our first run, and uh, a black diamond groomed, which was no big deal at the time. And uh, I made the wrong move, and we went. I went down, and I don't know how far I went, but it was a long ways. My right ski never came off, and uh, when I stopped, I realized something was really wrong. <laughs> and uh, actually to the point where people were yelling from the lift, was I okay? And I just yelled out, no, no, I'm not. And uh, picked my, my leg was pinned up under, the ski was pinned up under my my back almost. And so I had wow. to flip it around. And then when I finally got the boot out of the ski, uh, I picked my leg up and my from my shin, the boot down was just hanging. Uh, so mm. I knew that I thought I'd broken my ankle. This is in full ski gear, so you couldn't really tell. No, what I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought I'd broken my ankle, but I think it was shock. Uh, 
And then for some reason, I picked up the phone and called my wife, which was my phone you was did? In, yeah right there. Wow! Like as soon as it happened, and uh, but then someone else skied down the hill and found you. Tell who was it? Jarek Taylor and his son, who were with us, who happened to be a friend, skied down. Uh, and he happened to stop. Yeah, well, he was with us. He saw me fall. Oh, he saw you fall. Well, no, I think he just saw I was on the ground, so he stops. Okay. And then uh, <clears throat> he says, are you okay? I said, no. And I, I said, I broke my ankle, I think. And I, I said, watch this. And I have no idea why I did it, but I picked my leg up, and it was hanging again. So <laughs> about uh, about uh, 10 minutes later, ski patrol gets there. An hour and a half later, I'm finally at the hospital, at Vail Hospital, which is uh, as my friends like to laugh about, a ski in and ski out opportunity. Yeah. So uh, ski in, hobble out, I guess would be the right way to put it. And so I had emergency surgery and because I had a uh, compound fracture to both, both my tibia and fibula. And the so, bone. and what is compound for those of the... That means it came out of the skin. Came out of the skin. and uh, Which was the same injury as... Tiger Woods had the same Tiger injury. Tiger Woods. Alex Smith. Alex Smith had the same injury. He just had a major infection. Yes. Uh, I think Tiger's is broken in more places than just one, but uh, I guess that's what he and I have in common. Okay. So uh, I had emergency surgery an hour and a half later. Wow. And everything was put up, put together just fine. Yeah, they drove a nail down the middle of my kneecap and put two screws at my ankle and two screws at the top by my knee to hold the... And then nail in. Right. And it'll never leave. You have this big old rod down your leg. I do. Um, which you, we have discussed <laughs> lately that you still feel that at I times. Okay. Um, so let's, in a second, let's, let's talk about when you got back to yeah. Bluffton. Great. And, and how you dealt with that. Sounds good. All right. So when you got back to Bluffton, um, I know you, you got in with a different doctor and you started physical therapy. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. You kind of had to. <laughs> and then, um, how long was it before you came back to me? It wasn't that long. It wasn't. It was a I was month still and on half, crutches maybe? when I would come because Katie was coming for a little bit. Yeah. For some reason. I don't remember. Oh, COVID. Yeah. Yes. Because of COVID. COVID hit. So you closed down for a little bit, and then when you reopened, Katie's gym wasn't open. Mm-hmm. And so Katie started coming to you, and then I did. But I still, at that time, had the staples in my, all in my wounds. and Yeah. Uh, I think with Katie and I, we're dealing with, dealing with this again, unfortunately for her. But uh, I think I was on crutches for about six weeks. Yes. I don't think you were in therapy when you came back to me. The, the therapy was pretty short. They just really needed to give you the confidence you could actually stand on your leg and that, uh, that you could stand on your leg and that you could, uh, you had to, I had to learn to walk again. Yes, totally. I remember that. That was a tough time. It was awful. So when we started, we did a lot of just normal, regular balance. leg therapy, balance. Um, yeah, you weren't really moving. It was, it was pretty tough. It was awful. Now, the one thing that I want to talk about with you is you were down. Yeah. Mentally. Definitely. Am I ever going to get back? You kept saying that. Am I ever going to get back next week? Am I ever going to get back? And it just kept going on. Um, but then you just stopped saying that. Hmm. I think you just knew, oh, I am making progress. Yeah. So tell me what you, when, when, 
when you started with me, what were you thinking? What were you? Well, I think I just thought it would go faster. And uh, I remember the doctor, the surgeon told me it was going to be a year before I'd play tennis or to the level that I was, not that I'm some professional by any stretch, but being able to slide on a clay court and hit a forehand. And, uh, and I just, I think I was like, Oh, I, I will beat that. And, but I couldn't make the process go any faster. And that was a struggle for me as my profession. I'm a fixer. That's what we do for a living is fix things. And <laughs> right. And, I mean, I'm in construction. So like, that's what we do. We're problem solvers. And I, I had, I think I had a big struggle with the fact that there was nothing I could do to make the recovery any faster. Right. That's tough. That's tough mentally. It, that wears on you big time. It was a lot. So, yeah, <laughs> I would say so. Um, but after probably a good six months or so, you really started to make some really good progress. Um, I think you, you started to jog a little bit. I did. Um, you didn't go back to tennis right away. No. <laughs> but, uh, um, and you, you had a pretty good limp. <laughs> but, and and that's really gone down. You still do every now and then, but it's, you don't see it walking. You see it when you start to warm up and you're jogging on the treadmill now. But uh, you've made a lot of progress. So after that six, first six months, where you started to see it, what were you feeling? Like what, where were you mentally? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great question, Chad. I hadn't really put a whole lot of thought into this since it happened, but when you're living it, it's very slow. When you look back and reflect, it really was just a small blip. Yeah, I mean, but I remember being on summer vacation and I was still limping around and couldn't technically carry things because I, I was instant, I wasn't stable, uh, and <clears throat> but I could live my life. I could go on the boat. I could do all the things that I enjoy. So I think that's probably what changed my mentality. And then once I realized that, all right, you can go uh, get better. I can show up to the workout and actually do what you're asking me to do. And it was longer than six months. But it was probably around the fall, I finally felt like, which was probably October, November, that I didn't wake up and think about the injury. Right. And that was a big deal. So it was eight, eight or nine months later. Wow. Now, you also had another injury in between there. I had a surgery. You had a hernia, hernia surgery. surgery. Um, I was trying to hit my uh, deductible for my insurance. For yeah, I figured you <laughs> might as well get one more in. Um, so... That was that you weren't out long for that. You no. were just just a little bit, um, and you bounced back real fast from that one. Definitely. All right. So after after you got through that surgery, um, you were getting close getting closer to the one year anniversary of it, I guess. Yeah. And you had a planned vacation. And uh, so tell, tell us a little bit about that and where your mindset was at that point. Well, I love snow skiing. I've skied my whole life. And uh, as I started to gain strength and feel better, and I realized that my injury was not holding me back anymore, uh, I said, I want to go skiing again. And I didn't really, a lot of people were telling me how dumb I was or it was a mistake and yada, yada. And it wasn't to prove anyone wrong. It's something I enjoy. At the time, I was 39 years old. And life's too short to just quit because it might be a little dangerous and I'm not some thrill seeker by any stretch, but I enjoy going out West in the mountain towns. And yeah, so we planned uh, my 40th birthday to go with a a couple of uh, one couple that we spent a lot of time with that are great friends. And I knew that he wouldn't push me or challenge me. 
he would be there to support me more than uh, than trying to see who was fastest down the hill. <laughs> yeah, which it was me until this, uh, <clears throat> and uh, I went back out and I had a it was a it was a unique experience to say the least. But before you did that, let's say a month month before you left, there were times I remember you asked me, "Do you think I can do this?" Yeah, I mean, you started questioning yourself. As it got closer. Definitely. Well, you think about Especially putting that the week boot before. on. If you've ever put a ski boot on, then you know you strap it with four or five straps or buckles and a strap. And, I mean, it's unbelievably tight. And getting it off is awkward, to say the least. Uh, and I hadn't done anything like that. And so, yeah, sure, I was nervous. And I didn't have too many people that were saying, this is a good idea. No. Uh, I'm sure. And I think with my personality, I was looking for words of... Uh, Encouragement or affirmation to say that, you know, you got this. And I only needed one, which was my wife, and she was fully supportive of it. And uh, unfortunately for her, she had injured her knee right before we left and didn't even get to ski with us. Not so, skiing, yeah. Uh, no, not skiing. But So uh, we went out west to Beaver Creek, and I skied three days. Um, so when Half you, days. When you got that boot on. Yeah. And you got to the top of the hill. What were you thinking? What am I doing? <laughs> Candidly. That's what he said. Uh, are, am I sure I'm doing this? Or yeah, you know, I was. I really had to, to muster up the uh, confidence to say, Chris, what are you doing? Like, is this, I don't, I, this, th this is actually a really funny story, but we were going down a blue groomed slope. It was pretty steep and just skiing, skiing. And in the middle of it, I'm thinking to myself, uh, you know, Chris, you don't really have to ski. No one says you have to ski. This is as I'm going down the hill, and I, I had to kind of shake myself a little bit to say, get control here. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't fall. I skied completely different, uh, but I was able to overcome that fear of of the injury. It yeah. Took, it took two to, It took The first day was, was questionable. Uh, it really was. Um, but I did it, and we stayed on pretty low slopes. But I had no pain. That's awesome. So that was the cool part. That's awesome. And you did it for three days. I did. So, you know, a lot of a lot a lot of times people think, you know, they overthink right before something happens. So, you know, if you're, you know, it's like I've never personally done it, but ju like jumping out of a plane, you get so scared. You know, what's going to happen to me? You, you step up to the edge. I can't go. I can't go. Nothing's happened yet. So why are you scared? And the same thing. I'm sure you got to the top of that hill, and you were like. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should. I don't know what's going on. You already feel the pain, but I'm not going yet. Um, and then as soon as you take off, everything's fine. Everything is fine. It's interesting. You know, I've always tried to teach my children how to ski. I helped my wife learn how to ski. And I always told them, if you think you're going to fall or get hurt, you're going to. Yes. And Don't hold back. And I found that to be the case in my own head. Yes. And, and that's I'm, why you're talking to yourself all the way I'm down the hill. talking to myself as I'm skiing. It was a, it was a big challenge or mountain to overcome and I was thankful to have the right friend with me and supported my wife and uh feel pretty good about what I did not that I accomplished anything it was just but you did you overcame your fear there you go and that's that's huge um and that's you know that's what this is all about it's not just going through a sport it's actually going through your life if you let it fear hold you back definitely you're, you're not going to get very far all right so now that you've You've overcome your your fear, your injury. 
you're still very active. Um, I don't think you hold back now on on uh, trying different things or doing stuff. You're cautious, but you're not. You're definitely not holding back anymore. Um, you have felt some pain doing some things. Like you kicked a soccer ball the other day, and that you're like, oh yeah, that hurt. Yeah. Um, I don't need to be kicking soccer balls. Don't need to be kicking soccer balls. <laughs> so there's a rod in that leg. <laughs> um, so what, after you went through that, what kind of, how would you talk to people about overcoming an injury or, or something that they really need to overcome? You know, I, it's, it's, it's an easy answer, honestly, but I mean, you can't let, you, you get to live this life one time. Mm-hmm. And if there's something that you enjoy doing, don't let the fear of an injury uh, cause you to, to not do that or be reserved with it. And that's something that I, f- I wanted to do. I wanted to snow ski again. And I want to be able to water ski. I want Those are all the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I want to be able to play tennis. And so I needed, I needed the confidence to know that I could do it. So if I was talking to somebody, I'd say take your time on your rehab. Focus on your strength stretching and your exercises and your post, post-workout. And, uh, and I'm not some... Uh, fit, super fit person by any stretch, but uh, I would encourage a person not to give up what they love, especially for something like that. You know, my wife injured herself doing some herkies or some sort of move. Well, I mean, we can live without herkies in our life. Yeah. Uh, or you can modify. Uh, I think a lot of people just give up and they're like, well, I'm not doing that anymore. Well, you can modify. I don't ski the way I used to ski. I used to have an app that I had on the entire time I skied just to see how fast I could go. Yeah. And, well, I'm not going to turn that app on anymore. I'm going to ski to enjoy it. Yeah. It's not just about the skiing. It's about being out west. It's about all the other things. Uh, So I would tell you to take your time on your rehab, listen to the doctors and physical therapists, but uh, I got more out of strength training with you than I got out of any of that. And uh, I give you a lot of credit for getting me back to where I am. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. I look for a You're, discount on my uh, membership you, next month. You got one. <laughs> um, no, m- mentally, you have been probably the toughest person um, to push yourself than I've ever seen. Huh. So there's there's a lot of people that I've you know I've dealt with injuries and 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 different things you know being a trainer and a and a sports coach you know dealt with, but you were always someone that said, we know what's next. What do we got to do to get back? You were in a hurry to get back. Definitely. And, uh, you know, when now when you say take your time, I like that because you do. it. Well, you can't speed it up. You cannot speed it up that, at all. <laughs> when you think of a year recovery, which is really technically what it was. Yeah. Uh, that's a long time. <laughs> it, it really is. It really is. And now your wife's going through it, and I hate she that is. for her. But uh, we're going to help her get back, too. Amen. And... Uh, so, anyways, thank you for coming on, welcome, sharing Jim. your story. I thought that was super inspirational story, overcoming something. I love it. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. All right. See you on the slopes. On, on the slopes. <laughs> All right. Until next time, guys, we'll see you the next Push-Ups and Pizza podcast. Email your questions or comments to chad.cannonfit at gmail.com and be sure to share this podcast with anyone you think will benefit. Fitness is not a destination. It is a way of life. Dare to be great.